0: time.
1: Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. I'm sorry, I'm laughing at my wife. She just walked in and told a joke. But thank y'all very much uh, for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. Uh, thank you for allowing the State of the Saints podcast to be a part of your Monday morning. Uh, first off, I want to apologize to all the members of the Who That Nation. Well, I'm not really going to apologize because, I mean, family comes first Uh, or yesterday uh i wasn't able to uh do a long uh podcast review uh on the saints game uh because i was actually uh watching my son well i won't say watching my son but my my son was with me right he was with me and um you know my son at this age he's really rambunctious and and he's always exploring so it's kind of hard for me to actually do a show and actually watch him at the same time you know make sure that he don't do anything to himself hurt himself or anything like that so had to cut the show short but we're here today Uh, we're here right now and we're going to be talking about the New Orleans Saints game and uh, I know it's early for some of you some of you may be at work uh, tuning in but for those that may not be at work and have a little bit of time on their hands uh, what I'm going to do is I'm I'm going to uh, put the link inside of the comments so if you want to be a part of the State of the Saints podcast feel free uh to call in. Uh feel free to call in or let me know what you thought about the game. Uh if you checked out uh, the the reviews that I did, I pretty much broke the game down. I said a lot of things, you know, about the team, what I thought uh offensively, defensively, uh you know, what I thought about the Carolina Panthers as a whole. Uh so uh, if you have not already, please check out those reviews of, of the post game of the Carolina Panthers versus the New Orleans Saints. But I want to take this opportunity to thank everybody that is in the chat right now. Uh Buck Skull Gain in the house. Uh thank you very much. Uh Ace is here. Jamal is here. Uh Key is here. Derek, uh, Shanzi, uh, Ren. Uh thank y'all so much for being a part of the podcast. And once again, uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and hit this uh this little link. So if you want to uh talk a little bit about the game, feel free to do so. Uh the New Orleans Saints. Uh <laughs> They ended up getting this victory, man. They got this victory uh, where their back was against the wall. Uh, two receivers, Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders didn't play in this game. That's the Saints' number one and number two receivers. And uh, the Saints still found a way to win. And, you know, I have a, I had opportunity to go on some of these rival uh, pages. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm part of these pages, you know, where you go there and you talk a little smack. And, you know, I, I let it be known. Uh People say that, you know, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the way that they're playing right now, uh, you know, first off, I just want to say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers look really, really good. Uh, As far as the NFC South, they're probably the most complete uh, team when it comes to, like, you know, from start to finish getting results. Right now, they're the best team in the South. I will concede today. But that does not mean uh, that they are – the best team, period, in the whole NFC South. That means they're right now they're the best. They're the best in the South as of right now. The overall team, I feel like the Saints are. There is no other team I feel like in the NFC South would have been able to win a game like the Saints won on yesterday. I mean, here you had Drew Brees and you had these wide receivers he had absolutely no chemistry with, and he goes out there and balls out. If you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You look at the Carolina Panthers, you look at the Falcons, they're not winning games like this. All right. We all know that the stars have to be aligned for Tom Brady. You got to have this weapon and that weapon. We know that with Carolina, you know, they got a lot of young wide receivers, but none of those guys are household names. And as far as the Falcons are concerned, if Julio goes down, then there's not really much else they can do. You know what I'm saying? Kelvin really is a good number two, but there's going to be a huge drop-off in production at the wide receiver position. The Saints elevate their game. When there's an issue or there's a player that they really depend on to be a uh, detriment to the success of the team, it seems like the Saints step up. we seen it last season. When Drew Brees was out five games. The defense stepped it up. Teddy Bridgewater did his thing. Uh, Alvin Kamara was out there. Michael Thomas stepped his game up. Uh, you look at uh, what's going on this season. Michael Thomas hasn't played since week one. All the receivers on the New Orleans Saints team, from Traquan Smith, to, uh, Deontay Harris, uh, from you know Marquez Calloway, all these guys stepped up. Emmanuel Sanders. So this team right here, to me, I feel I like can beat anybody. And I don't want anybody to look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game or uh, look at the Falcons game or look at some of these other teams out here in the South and be like, well, look at the margin of victory. Because I don't feel like that tells the whole story. That don't mean that you're going to just be dominant just because uh, you beat a team by a certain amount of points. It it matters only if you win. Uh, You know what I'm saying? And most times when when the best are playing the best, the game is going to be close anyway. I mean, look at the Tennessee Titans versus Pittsburgh Steelers game. That was nip-tuck. It was right there. So I really feel like there's not a single team in the NFC South, and that includes the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as well as they're playing right now. Would have won that game yesterday with the circumstances like that. Sean Payton and his offensive uh staff had to stay up three o'clock in the morning on a Friday to implement this new game plan. I mean, y'all gotta think about this. The game is Sunday. They they do most of their installments like around Thursday, Wednesday, or something like that, right? Because Monday, Monday, you know what I'm saying? They, they'll go into the facility, they break down the game film from Carolina. Tuesday, they get the day off, but the coaches are still there. Wednesday, you know what I'm saying, the coaching staff are looking and evaluating the players and stuff like that of the team that they have to play against next week. Thursday, they have an installment. Friday, they have in practice. Saturday, they have in practice to get themselves prepared to go up against the opposing team. So by them doing this on a Friday at like 2 to 3 o'clock in the morning is a testament to – how good this this coaching staff is. I know we give them a lot of criticism, but um, they deserve our praise. This game, you know, no doubt about that. Uh, Eric, man, what's going on? How what's you up?
0: Doing? What's up, man? Thanks the podcast, TJ. Man, I was scoreboard watching yesterday. Scoreboard mm-hmm. watching. Mm-hmm. But look at this: the Bucks do have one one legitimate win. We beat the undefeated Green Bay Packers. Right. One legitimate win. Right. And, and the and the Saints have won a legitimate win beating the Bucks Week One. Right, that's a legitimate win. Yeah, I mean, no,
1: yeah, no doubt about
0: it, man. I, uh, I was, man, I, I give Saints credit for, for. As a Bucks fan, you mm-hmm. guys won without Michael Thomas. You guys won without Mary Sanders. Right, you guys, the Saints team's not that bad. As a pushover, right, they're not. Um, by the by, the Bucks. Adam Turner and Brown. Week by week nine. I don't know will he be ready to, to go, mm-hmm. but, but it's gonna be a good game though. I really think it's gonna be a good game because the Saints won at their house. I think the Bucks two won at their house. It right. be, it's gonna be. What do you? Because who you guys play next? The Saints. Who do you uh, play we play, next?
1: play the Chicago Bears. Uh, you got to play the Bears. That's 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 not a give me game at all, and it's uh, in Chicago. So wow, you guys so, both- Wow, gonna and be a tough Bucks, one. And the Bucks get an easy game this week. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> against one, arguably the worst team in football, with the, besides the New York Giants, but
0: besides the Jets.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Still be, I mean, just pick, just take your pick of uh, the team in New York, man. Any team in New York right now, with <laughs> the exception of Buffalo, uh, are <laughs> uh, not really playing talk, well, man. Man,
0: the Saints and Panthers game. To, um, let's get let's get back today again because that's what we're the, the podcast is about, man. The Saints yeah. game.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
0: no watching, doubt, man. I was, I was watching you guys game before the Bucs game got on mm-hmm. before that four something. I was right. watching you guys game. It was a hell of a game though. I man, those turnovers those penalties. There was some crazy penalties in that game.
1: Yeah. I didn't get opportunity to, to watch the are you talking about the Saints game or the Buzz game, Eric? Saints game. Oh yeah, yeah. I was yeah, I was, man, was, watching, the, I,
0: was yeah. about, I really wanted to kind of the Saints to tie that game. I really wanted I really wanted the tie, but that, that, that didn't happen all
1: right well but, i mean it was a, it was a good game all around you know uh it, it didn't surprise me at all i mean you
0: looked look good though
1: without, yeah without yeah their two star receivers yeah about there
0: yeah but you think they can think well, a two talking back-to-back down yep. stretch two road game mm-hmm. down stretch wow god damn
1: yeah man it's but, gonna be, it's not gonna it's not gonna be easy you know it, it, that's why uh, they got to make goals. sure that they yeah they got to make sure that they bring their A game. You know, no doubt about that. So, uh, hopefully they can get uh Michael Thomas back. I mean, I'm hearing that he might miss one more week. Uh, maybe Emmanuel Sanders uh be able to get out of uh you know I think he'll be out of COVID uh nineteen or you know, you know protocol at that about the time. South
0: this year, you know But what, the the Bucks can beat the Packers, but nobody in NFC South can't beat the beat the Bears.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's all about schemes, Eric. I mean, that's what people have to understand. You know, uh, when you go up against a team, that team might have a, a – they might be good schematically, and it might be something that, that they do well. Well, it, it's the way that a, a defense or offense is designed, right? So mm-hmm. let's just say, for example, for yet, like yesterday, uh, Carolina plays a lot of what they call zone defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, zone defense, you know what I'm saying, that, that leaves the middle of the field wide open and also there's there's what they call soft spots. There's like different areas, designated areas that, that can bat against a zone. So when Drew Brees throws the ball, you'll probably see the middle of the field wide open. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll probably see probably the right corner open or the left corner open. So some teams mm-hmm. do things pretty well. Um, and when you go up against that team, you might have that advantage because they run a, a defense or offense a certain type of way. So By I that think- Mm-hmm. Hey, look at
0: this. Look, by looking at NFC, do you think it's going to determine who, because NFC North and NFC South, is it going to determine who everyone's, because it's going to determine about the playoff season because of the Bears yeah. and Packers and Bucks and,
1: and the Saints? It's yeah. Gonna, uh, <sighs> well, Eric, look, it's not like it was last season, right? You had the number one and the number two seeds, and they had a the first-round bye. Yeah. The only, the only one that's gonna get a first round by this season is the number one seed because there's an additional playoff team. So yeah. they went from having six teams to seven teams. Mm-hmm. So unless you're like, you know, just setting the world on fire, uh, you know what I'm saying, maybe winning like one or two games, there's only gonna be one number one seed. So if if you don't get that number one seed, I mean you, you're gonna to have to play on wild card weekend. So who do you think not- gets? Mm-hmm. But look at this, whoever wins the second seed
0: gets. Get to get home field and still to play the number one
1: seed uh yeah you know what i'm saying they'll, they'll still get you know what i'm saying a couple home games yeah that, that is true until the, champ- uh, they- until the championship round absolutely yeah but they just have to play on wild card weekend which give them a stronger possibility of losing so i um, mean it's still it's oh. still that dynamic you're not sitting at home watching the playoffs and looking at who your opponent is going to be
0: how do you feel about the NFC East? The one of these teams have to play the NFC South, though. That's going to be crazy. If the NFC one of the NFC East teams plays a Bucks team on the road, or a Saints team. That's going to be crazy because they get to the host a home game, right? And that's, and that's not
3: fair.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's just one of those seasons. Does I mean, it's it make, Does it make sense though? Would it be? Uh, no, absolutely not. It doesn't make sense at all. But that's that's by,
0: by I mean, the way, the rules. Look, look, look at this: a Bucks and Saints team point will be 11-12 team. And uh, maybe uh, an the NFC East, will probably be a six team, or
1: maybe a five game team win. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but they they what won their crazy. division, so you. I mean, I guess you have to look at it that way. But uh, Eric, you know, I gotta go ahead and okay. go, man. I got a couple uh, more okay. phone calls, but okay. thank you so much, my man. You Call too, back bro. anytime, my you friend. You all too, right, bro. all right, take care. Man, shouts out to Eric, man. Uh, I think he's Buck's goal game, if I'm not mistaken, man. shouts out to Eric, man. Good call right there. We're going to move on. Go go to Ace, man. Ace, what's going on, man? How you doing? What's up, TJ? How you doing, man? Man, I'm good, man. Uh, just ready to talk about this Saints game, man. What you thought about the game on yesterday? Uh, what was your take?
3: Oh, I had some good some good points, some bad points. Uh, the first good point, uh, how Drew Brees played. Uh, they had a couple of things. He did very well. Right. I like how Marquez We I've been preaching for him since, since before the season. So, uh, yeah. he played real well. Been mm. eating them zones up. My right. big thing is with the defense, man. It's just, yeah. uh, that defense yeah. is so frustrating. Uh, the technique mm-hmm. they got he, they got them playing is just ridiculous, man. It's like people can't turn their head around. People just falling out of coverage. Uh there's old simple, the single high safety thing, it just needs to go. Uh, you need to play two high safety if that's what y'all gotta do every day. I play cornerback, so I could, I, I see what they're right. doing wrong, and it, it's just, it's just frustrating. It's like I think I've been saying in the comments. It's like since they got the celebration taken like the, like the defense, the uh, the defensive backs is just like they lost their swagger. Hmm. Like they just lost their swagger, and that I just, ah feel. I don't know how everybody else feels, but that's how I feel. Ever since they got the celebration taken, mm-hmm.
1: it just fell off. But that's well, my. I, well, Ace, you know, I, I think you made some good points, man. Uh, and you know, you been being a, a former secondary guy, like uh, you know, back in the day. Um, I, I will say this, man. I think it goes beyond just some handshakes and, and you know I'm saying some celebrations. Absolutely. It, I mean it's it, it's between it's between the ears right now. I mean it, it is it seems like to me. And I hate to say it like this, but it just seems like the same secondary players aren't very smart. I mean, it, it, just, it, it just, it's just as simple as that. Because right, right. if you're getting beat the same way every single week and right. you're missing reads every single week, I mean, there's only so much a coaching staff can teach you. When you're out there on the field, man, when you're playing safety and – The Saints give Marcus Williams a lot of free, a A lot lot of of leeway, you know what I'm saying, for him to make this decision. It's not like how it was when when uh, P.J. Williams was out there or something like that. Malcolm Jenkins gives him an opportunity to play free because even though Malcolm Jenkins may not be what he used to be, he's still smart enough to understand offensive concepts and understand where he needs to be what type of uh, offense that the team is running at that particular time to put itself in position to make a play or not get beat. So that gives Marcus Williams an opportunity to play the middle of the field. Now, I wasn't a fan of this before, but I think the way that the Saints are structured, I think they might want to go ahead and call Earl Thomas. Like, I'm serious, man. And the reason why is because the way that they have Marcus Williams playing, which is free, I feel like that would play into the hands of Earl Thomas because that's what made Earl Thomas so special out there in Seattle. He was able mm-hmm. to call his own shots. And that was the reason why he struggled in Baltimore because Baltimore had a more of a complex defense that right. that, that calls for him to actually play a certain type of scheme. He right. didn't do that in Seattle. So I feel mm-hmm. like if you actually was to call somebody like him, I think that uh, the Saints are probably – be Able to have somebody out there now, he's not what he used to be, but I think right. that he would be I a mean, better I mean, more
3: than what Marcus is giving, oh, absolutely, right man. Yeah, you know, absolutely.
1: Uh, I I just feel like he should be a part of the rotation, ace. Uh, or anything right. else, uh, anything else, man? What, what do you expect from this, uh, from the Saints, uh, going forward, man? I mean, they four and two right now. Uh, you know, they're a uh, game back from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What do you think about this team, man, going forward? Uh,
3: they just got to be more aggressive and physical, man. It's got to play physical, man. Right. If you look at the Tampa Bay game. I watched the Tampa Bay game yesterday. Mm-hmm. Them balls is flying to the ball. They they oh, yeah. fly to the ball. It's like they they galvanize when when some, when 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 adversity hits them. And right. The Saints just need to play physical and fast. They're missing. I seen the game yesterday. Missing tackles. Uh, Ancelone looked like a shell of himself yesterday. I don't know what the heck he was doing. He was yeah. getting lost in coverage a little bit. Uh, and. Yeah, I just want them to play physical. I want right. them to have fun. They don't look like they having fun on defense no more. It just look like they are just out there, and
1: yeah. it just kind look of like they thinking too much and not playing free. I, I got
4: right, you.
3: right, and that's that, that's just my big thing, and just coming from a defensive back. So, right, I just want them to see play physical, fast, and aggressive, just, just beyond. And because Chicago's next, Chicago gonna bring that fire.
1: Yeah, man, I'm definitely man, and they're gonna have to be ready for it. Uh Ace right. man, thank you so much, man. You know, man, you can call back anytime you want to, my brother. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'll right, try take... to
3: catch you when I'm not at work, so I caught you in the morning.
1: Yeah, man. I'm gonna try to start doing more shows in the morning because um I actually work overnight myself now, man. So I try to, you right. know what I'm saying? I'm already up. So I'm gonna start doing more morning shows, man, for y'all, man. So I appreciate the call. All right,
0: thank
1: all you right, take me. it easy. All right, man. Shouts out to Ace, man. We're gonna move on to my guy. Who that Davis, man? Who that David, man? What's going on, man?
5: Yeah, TJ, what's going on, brother?
1: I finally got my connection man. working right. You hear me? <laughs> yeah, I can hear you, man. I can hear
3: you.
1: Oh man. Uh, what you got, man? We anyway. I mean we're talking about talking about the game Carolina Panthers, New Orleans Saints game, man. Nip and tuck all the way to the end. Uh what are your final thoughts on this game, man, before we uh put it to rest? Right,
5: you already know, you already know how to do things. The good, the bad, the ugly. I'm gonna start with the mm-hmm. good. Pete. P, I got to get my credit where it's due, man. Oh, yeah. Once oh, yeah. oh, once yeah, this yeah. for once. Actually, yeah. it was two games. Best game and in the Saints uniform. It was not the weakest link on the offensive line. It was yes. it was Hurts. He got beat on the edge. He got he got and the result was a strip sack. Uh man. that that potentially took out uh 14 points for the Saints. The other one being that ridiculous uh offensive pass interference oh, yes. call for Trey, but uh he getting out there on the edges Getting, throwing people around, that's the Andrew Speed I want to see on a consistent basis. he, spent, right. he did it against uh, well, the Chargers. He did it this uh this past week against uh, a tough divisional opponent It's Teddy right. Bridgewater. Um mm-hmm. like this uh the like this is high level Pete stuff. So if he can get that up, he's really going to he's really going to show that he's worth the uh, five year extension that the Saints gave him. Another yeah. bright spot was Marquez Calloway, eight receptions for 75 yards, Deontay mm-hmm. Harris coming alive in a two-minute drill that set up for a touchdown.
6: Right. Uh,
5: these two guys answered the call when Sanders and Thomas went down. A lot of questions were... But at the same time, the offense was never was never in question to begin with. When you're still mm-hmm. putting up 30.6 30, 30 points, 30. points a game without mm-hmm. your top weapons, that shows how dangerous they can really be on offense when those right. two guys come on the field at the same time. So right. this is a blessing in disguise. With we see Drew Brees unloading it further down the field, 10, 15 yards down the field to these guys. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really special. Uh Latavius Murray now the Camara. They're still getting 4.5, 4.7 yards per uh per carry on the ground. Mm-hmm. That is right. that is absolutely that is nuts. That is scary to think about. And I know the defensive line didn't uh didn't finish plays, but they still got back there. They're still showing they can get to the quarterback. They can hurry them throws up and force incompletions. Uh, we're seeing more of Zach Bond. Uh, I know he didn't get uh, the, the amount of reps I'm hoping he'd, be, he, he'd get, but Bears. we see him slowly and slowly uh, coming on as the weeks progress. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm true. hoping to see him again next week against the uh, Chicago Bears.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Uh, the bad, James Hurst. I know he was a, um, for personally, he was a, a bright spot for me when we signed them, uh, especially with some offensive line help. But right. that uh, that level of play is unacceptable, especially with the with the level of uh, of, uh, of of up ta- of upside talent he's shown in his tenure in Baltimore. It's okay. unacceptable. The, the ugly was the secondary. Now, granted, Marshawn Lattimore gave up two receptions for 15 yards. That's the, mm. the Marshawn Lattimore we we need to see on a consistent basis. And right. there was no, there was no. Uh, Big time, uh, big time uh, receivers. But it's that Robbie Anderson and maybe D.J. Moore. Right. But uh, the set, like the ugly, was the secondary. Uh, I but I had to give credit to where it's due to Joe Brady. He saw Bud in a slot with Robbie Anderson, C.J. Gardner-Johnson. He attacked it. He attacked it. He yep. attacked it and moved the chains. Right, he busted coverages. I don't know what Marcus was was looking at, but he dropped when he dropped down on a covered receiver. But that's oh, yeah. a super high safety. Playing in the middle of the field. That's where he needs to be. Now, mm-hmm. you mentioned earlier about Senator Earl Thomas. I think we already have our own version of Earl Thomas in DJ Swearinger. Why we haven't been yeah. used as much, I don't good know. Point. He, good point. Good point. Really good when he was playing for good Washington. Point. But that's just my that's my take. But uh, I really think we need to see more of DJ Swearinger before we start looking at Earl Thomas because he was really good in Week One against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I think Dennis Allen really has something there.
3: But right.
5: going forward. Uh, next week we have Chicago Bears. The pass rush is one of the best in the league so far this year, but the the offense is kind of suspect. Now, granted, Nick Foles can get the ball out of his hands quickly and quickly, uh, with a uh, 2.3 second, uh, quick, uh, catch and release time. Mm -hmm. Um, this is that was going to be a post game going down the schedule. I see us losing to the San Francisco 49ers by, by nine points, but that's the only that's the only uh, uh, that's the only loss I see in that four-game stretch. I think we're going to beat Tampa at home. I don't think that um, I don't think they're as good as, as as the potential of the Saints defense. Now, granted, well, because of the fact that the Teddy Bridgewater wasn't all that good, it was more like the Saints defense secondary was just bad. So right. he wasn't beating us. We were beating ourselves, and that's something we have to correct, especially when the NFC South title is going to hinge on uh, on that Tampa Bay and uh, Saints game. And if we can just win out like we, like I know we can, I think we should be okay. But Drew Brees turning back the clock, once again, with these players, uh, Marquez Calloway showing, keeping the legacy of the MC12 alive, big shout-out to this offense, big shout-out to the defensive line, and I'm still seeing potential in the secondary, but he can just tighten up, do what they need to do, I think we're going to see a, a, a four-time NFC South champion in the New Orleans Saints.
1: Yeah, man, I mean, you made some very interesting points in there. Uh, also, that, that that thought about DJ Swearinger, man, I mean, I, I just don't understand it. I don't understand why uh, the New Orleans Saints don't use him more. Every time he's out there, you can tell that he's out there. I don't know what this, this love affair they got with P.J. Williams and all these other guys that really just don't make no sense. Having these guys in the lineup, but you have DJ swearing you're a healthy scratch. I, I just don't get it. But who that Davis man? Thank you so much, man, for the information. I know a lot of people learned a lot. You know what I'm saying, and also uh, got a clear perspective, man, of what you think about this team going forward, man. Call back anytime, brother. All right. Man, shouts out to who that Davis man. That's a bright mind right there, man. Real, real solid cat. Uh, yeah. Uh, I I can't get your name, man. Uh, uh
6: welcome. Don't to worry show, about man. it. Huh? Don't worry about it. Um, my first time calling in, by the way.
1: Yeah, man, what's going on, man? We talking about? It is no. Ramsey.
6: It's me from my uh other time chatting with you on on your other streams.
1: Oh, Ramsey, man, what's going on, man? How you doing?
6: Good. This is my first time, but will the Saints win? Our secondary is terrible. <laughs> Letting yeah. things go across the field, no. Our run defense is incredible, only letting 12 yards on the ground is good. We just need to get the pass coverage down. That's Mm it.
1: Yeah. I mean – If we get
6: that down, we're perfect. Absolutely.
1: Uh, I want to know what you thought about the – I got to say this. I got to admit, the Carolina Panthers' offensive line is much better than I thought it was. Like, when I say the Saints for a a good portion of that game couldn't get – like, no pressure on Teddy. I mean, Teddy couldn't knit a sweater in that pocket. And then when Russell O'Coon went down, you know, that's when, you know, they were able to start getting a little bit of pressure. But I got to give credit what credit is due for the Carolina Panthers offensive line. But I do understand what you're saying. I do feel like the, the weak links is the secondary. But Ramsey, just looking at the secondary, if, if like, just put your GM, uh, GM hat on just for a tad, a tad uh, bit of a second. All right. If you were actually controlling the secondary, you was running the squad, what would you do to fix this this secondary? Like what would you move? Uh, you know what I'm saying? What would you try to do? Like what what would be your your vision for the secondary?
6: My vision is learning how to tackle properly. We let go of a lot of clear, clear tackles. If we don't do that, you can't win a game. All right. Period. Mm, true. Because if you can't let go of a tackle, let them break through. You're trying to strip the ball when you don't need to. Oh, yeah. They need to learn to turn around and focus on the ball, not the player all yeah. the time. right. Yeah, you have to I, get those clear clear tackles when they're opportunity to. Don't right. go after the ball every time.
7: Yeah, I, I just think that I, I
1: just think sometimes those be like ego plays, right? So if a if a wide receiver catches a pass over you and it's a deep pass, I think they feel like by trying to remove the ball out of the hands of the receiver, it, it'll make, I guess, like a, a, a bad play. You know what I'm saying? If they are placed a little bit of hero ball, if you will. You know what I'm saying? By jacking the ball out the guy's hand, trying to, you know what I'm saying, strip the ball. But they make matters worse. Like by trying to fight with a guy, a guy already knows you're gonna to try to rip the ball out of his hands, so he's going to stop at nothing to make sure that you don't. So you you're basically allowing this guy to drag you about, you know, what I'm saying five to ten more yards. And I have to, have to agree with you on this one, Ramsey, when you're talking about uh tackling, because <laughs> that was one play. If this don't this define the way the Saints tackle, I don't know what it does. There was one play where Teddy Bridgewater checked the ball down to Curtis Sanders. Instead of them tackling the guy, Alex Azzalone hits the guy in the back and, and bounces him forward for four extra yards. So the guy could have easily lost one yard, but he ended up gaining four the way that they tackled. And it was even last week. It, 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 when Mike Williams, no, week before last, when Mike Williams actually caught that pass in overtime, you seen Demario Davis as much as I, lo- I love him as a player, he actually was like hitting this guy and almost pushed him, you know what I'm saying, forward for the first down. If it wasn't for Marshall Lattimore pulling this guy back for him to lose yours. So I do agree with you when it comes to technique, man. It, it's, it just seems like th- there's really no technique uh, to the Saints tackling at all, man, at, at all. Uh, but Drew Brees, man, my last question before I uh, let you get up out of here. What you thought about Drew Brees in this game? Drew
6: Brees played incredible. I'm a big Drew Brees fan. I've always been a Drew Brees fan. right. But like I said, father time. But like I told you in one comment that Drew Brees feels pressured by Sean Payton. Sean Payton should realize he's 41. You need right. to get a good defense around him yes. and a good offensive line. Yeah, Then he can shine because father time is unbeatable. Yep. His arm isn't the same. Yep. He, he put us in position to win. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He can still do that.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: And Sean Payton needs to realize he's a... Older quarterback, he needs to get a younger quarterback behind him. Mm -hmm. Drew Brees can teach a younger quarterback how to be a champion quarterback. But Sean Payne's so arrogant that not to. He should grab a younger younger guy and learn and teach. Yeah. That's how I see it.
1: Yeah, definitely, man. I think honestly, I think that's the best game Drew Brees played in a long time. And if you look at the stakes, I mean, what was on the line? And also like what they were, what they, what they didn't have a number one and a number two receiver. And he still went out there and he balled out, man. I think that's a testament uh, to Drew Brees, but uh, Ramsey, man, thank you so much uh, for your time. Thank you for calling in, man. You know, it's good to actually talk to people, you know, that I interact with on a consistent basis. Thank you so much, man. Call back anytime. I mean that, man.
6: I really wanted to, and I finally did.
1: Yeah, man. Thank you so much. No problem. Take care. Man, shouts out to Ramsey. Man, Ramsey always uh, in the chat. Man, always uh, asking questions, always giving comments. So, shouts out to him, uh, Justin. Man, what's going on, man? What's up, man? What's up, man? Man, not much, man. What's what's going on with you, man? I see, you look like you' about to head out,
2: man. I'm in South Carolina, man. I'm in South Carolina. Oh man, what part? What part of South Carolina you in? Uh, North uh, North Augusta. No. Okay. Augusta. Okay, man.
1: Yeah, you be safe on that road, man. I see I see you got you, you know what I'm saying? You represent uh, you know what I'm saying, your your, your, your trucking company out there. I see you got the, the logo on your man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, You're repping it low and strong. <laughs> you gotta wear a uniform, but uh, uh, uh yeah, man. No, no man. We talk about Carolina though, man. This Saints game. Uh what's your final thoughts
2: on the Saints victory on yesterday? Uh all right. So I'm gonna start off with. I'm gonna get go, yeah. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go on go defense friend. Let's go on defense first. Yeah, go ahead, man. Defense. I ain't ever seen the most uh like y'all y'all been saying the defense have been being like really literally being careless. Right. Tackling, missing tackles at that. And then uh, I, i was talking to my dad. Man, I told my dad, I said I was just I was on the podcast with you yesterday that mm-hmm. I we said the same thing. Right. Defense uh defensive line getting their ass booked. Even uh <laughs> I mean uh Cam Jordan loved the boy to death. He had right. a lot of one-on-one. They weren't they really were not double teaming like that. You can't say they were yeah. double. That's yeah, true. And so they made like you said, they made Tay Bridge one like okay, I'm gonna sit back here and just chill and just relax. Right. Miss tackles, like you said, Curtis Samuel when they did a little pitch play. Craig, I know Craig Robbins don't know him to be out there, but I'm, I'm used to you laying the thump. Right. It's wide open. I don't care if somebody trying to hit you oh, or close to you. Even though I was talking, you supposed to wrap up and hit him in the chest. I ain't no arm tackling. I saw Asa Lonely doing arm tackling. I got pissed off with him. I'm like, what is <laughs> going that Zach uh, that, uh, 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 Caden Ellis, supposed to see more out of him. Right. The outside, what is getting us is this outside, too. He, he even, it's not even, it's the, uh, it's DV's true enough. When I'm saying, okay, what's Lane doing his job? He missed, he missed, he can't, he can't do it all. He, can't, he can run side, side, but the outside linebacker got to do their job too. Right. And they're not, they're not laying. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, <clears throat> why, I know Kiko Alonzo has been, he got injured, he just came back. Why right. he, he put right. him back? Cause I know he's gonna hit somebody. I don't give a damn what he did. <laughs> oh, hit somebody. Yeah, I think they try to. I just try to. I think they're
1: not trying to rush him back so quickly. Like, you just got him in practice last week. And I think that the Saints are trying to just trying to work him back into the system. I think you're probably going to see him on the field against the Chicago Bears uh, next week. So, well, this week. Uh, I think that you're probably going to see him on the field, but. They do need that sideline to sideline linebacker. You know, I think that's something that the Saints need. They need somebody opposite of Demario Davis who is doing a good job. But I think you need somebody that can actually compliment him, you know, like somebody that can fly around the field. And I think Kiko Alonso is that guy. Right. Kiko is a good is a good linebacker. He's just always hurt. That's that's been his issue throughout his his entire career, and even in college. Like he's always been hurt. So I think that if they could actually get another linebacker to come in, help the Mario Davis. I think that that would actually help, you know what I'm saying, the the running game. I think it would also help them guard tight ends. I think uh, that it, it, it'll
2: be a good move for the New Orleans Saints, no doubt, man. But, yeah. you, uh You know what's the name still out there, but I don't know. I don't know if he's still got it or not. Oh, Clay Matthews, he's still out there. Uh, I, I think if he was to bring in somebody like Clay, uh, Clay
1: Matthews, it would be like for his leadership. Uh, you know what I'm saying is uh you know him being a savvy veteran I don't think it would be because you want him to go ahead and ball out you know I I don't feel that way but I mean you can call him up you know I mean there's nothing wrong with you trying to you know kick the tires you know what I'm saying see where he is maybe you know bring him in for a physical a conditioning test and see what type of player you'll be getting ain't nothing wrong with that but I do think the Saints need to address the this uh linebacker situation. Now, I mean, we don't know if Zach born is the answer. Like, we don't know. We yeah. don't know if this guy might end up being a guy that's opposite of Demario Davis. I mean, we haven't seen that just yet. So right. I want to get a kid a chance before we just go out here and just be like, oh man, you know, yeah, you know, let's just go out here and just, you know, bet the house or something like that, and make a trade or something like that. So I get I and I honestly I just thought about that as I, I was talking, cause I said they need a linebacker, but they actually have one. So I'm
2: gonna give the guy a chance, Justin. No doubt about that, bro. Right. Uh and uh let's go like I said, let's go back to the secondary. Mm-hmm. Uh I know Michael Jenkins is supposed okay. The cold the cold uh code is the is the captain probably to right. be, right. be the get the secondary right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. He's a
1: co-captain, or he right. one of the captains. They got like, I want to say they got four on on the defensive side of the ball. You got uh Craig Robinson. uh, You have uh Cam Jordan. uh, Then you have DeMario. Yeah, and then there's Malcolm. So yeah, you got uh, four
2: on the defensive side of the ball. All right. So my thing is, I, I you know I can't stand PJ Williams. I can't stand. Him. And mm-hmm. no, okay, Marcus Williams. And, and Marcus Lattimore, them two Marcuses, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I would have waited, waited to pay Marcus Lattimore because I, I'm just going to be honest. I would have waited. Well, they haven't paid him yet. You know what I'm
1: saying? They just picked up his fifth-year option. So right, right. that just means that, you know, if they don't decide to pay him the following year, uh, then he has to play out his contract still. So, I mean, it's, right. that's uh-huh. all that is.
2: I wouldn't even did the fifth year option
1: because
2: <laughs> right now my boy my boy ain't looking he ain't looking too hot yeah know?
1: he definitely he definitely uh you know regressed I, I will I will admit that like i know i'm i'm still a, i'm still one of his biggest fan I still feel very strongly about him uh but I mean you gotta call a spade a spade man he just he just ain't been what we thought he was going to be you know he's too up right. and down you know right it, it shouldn't take it shouldn't take like you know a, a star wide receiver to come to town for you to step up your game. You should want to
2: play that way every week. So, right and uh, and uh, Marcus Williams is like he gets stuck. He get he get he getting stuck in space. Just like PJ, will he don't know what the hell. I, what do I want to go this way or do I want to go that way? <laughs> you you are free safety. You yeah you got the smart judgment. You get to read the play. Mm-hmm. He he's thinking too much. He's second guessing. You could tell he was second guessing. He, he, I'm gonna see what Teddy go. I see the Leonard Washington. I'm gonna see what Teddy go. Teddy try go this way, and Teddy fooled him. He, Teddy, he, Teddy, he,
1: Teddy beat him with his eyes, man. Teddy actually right, rolled right. him over uh, to the to the uh, left side of the field. You know what I'm saying? That was that was his mistake right there. Right, uh, right. Yeah, but uh, Justin, man, I'm gonna go ahead. I gotta let you go, man. We got some questions I need to answer and stuff like that. But you be safe on that road. Uh, you know what it is, man. You call back at a time.
2: All right, man. Who that, man? All right,
1: who that, man? And shouts out to Justin, man, out down that road, man. Uh, making those deliveries, uh, man. Shouts out to all the truck drivers. I know Justin is uh one of uh, many truck drivers that we, uh, you know, that I have uh, that actually listen and watch the podcast. So shouts out to all of you, man. Let's go ahead and take some of these uh questions and comments right here. Let's start with J Rock. J Rock says, need to cut them super trash. I don't know exactly who he was referring to. J Rock, uh, go ahead and uh, let me know. Uh, I only caught the tail end of that. I'm pretty sure it was probably a conversation me and Justin was having at the time. Uh, ben says uh, they should have never let Von Bell go. I have to say, um, you know, I wasn't the biggest uh, Von Bell supporter uh, because, you know, I, w- I was wondering about Von Bell. I was like, why did it have to take you being in your contract year in order for you to step it up? But, yeah, man. I mean, Von Bell was forcing fumbles last year. He was doing his thing, no doubt about that. Uh, J-Rock says, uh, Saints just uh, love hurt linebackers, shaking my head. Uh, yeah, it seems that way. It seems like the Saints are always getting these linebackers that can't stay healthy. But the exception to Demario Davis, you know, he, he's been healthy his entire time with the New Orleans Saints. Uh, he's a young Kiko. I guess he's referring to Zach Bourne uh shanzi uh is talking about uh zach Bourne. i have to give him a chance man i i, I can't when i was talking to Justin, when i was like they need a linebacker that go sideline to sidelines that guy might be the answer so i may have to uh you know reject that statement uh you know what I'm saying redraw my statement i should say i should i have to redraw my statement malcolm jenkins our worst starter i won't say he our worst starter uh i won't say that Uh, I just think that people have to understand, I mean, Malcolm Jenkins has been in the league for 12 years. You're not going to be the same player that you were when you were young. So, I mean, he's really here for like his leadership and stuff like that, you know, teaching guys how to be pros in in the locker room on and off the field. So, and he played okay today. I mean, I mean today, yesterday, he played okay yesterday. I think, I think Malcolm Jenkins played good uh, on uh, yesterday. I think, Janora Jenkins played outstanding. Anybody hear Janora Jenkins' name at all? Not at all, you know. And even for the most part, Lattimore played good uh on on yesterday. You know, the only ones that really uh, stood out in the secondary was uh C.J. Garner Johnson and 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 Marcus Williams' uh brain fart. But nevertheless, I mean, they played pretty good, man. And we got an opportunity to actually see Teddy try to throw the ball down the field, and lo and behold. The guy didn't catch the ball and it wasn't a pass interference. I mean, it was incredible stuff. So, I mean, they played okay yesterday for the exception of a couple of players back there. Uh, who is Marcus Lattimore? Uh, Marcus, you know, that I'm not going to criticize anybody for making that mistake because I see that quite a bit. Now, Marcus Lattimore was the star running back of the University of South Carolina. Some of y'all probably know who he was. I mean, this guy was supposed to be the next big thing, next big running back. He ended up tearing uh, each one of his ACLs in his left and in his right leg. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, th- that's, who, that's who he is, though. You know what I'm saying? That, that's that's who he is. You know, but Marshawn Lattimore, of course, we know he is the starting cornerback for the Saints. Uh, Panthers fan here, good game, guys. Man, shouts out to you, Ben. That was a good game. You know, I don't think anybody should be mad at a game like that. I I, I don't think... I mean, there had to be a loser, you know what I'm saying? And there had to be a winner unless it was a tie. But I think both teams came away from that game believing in what they saw on the field. It wasn't like Carolina got blew out. It wasn't like Teddy Bridgewater didn't play well. I mean, honestly, him and Drew Brees was almost like mere mirror mirrors of one another. Their stats were almost virtually identical. Their touchdown passes were identical, okay? I mean, so... I think both teams can come away from that game happy with their franchise. Uh, The Panthers are trying to build something right now. So, you know, it's not really expected. No disrespect to the Panthers, but it's not really expected for the Panthers building this team right now for them to be the team like the Saints. But if they build and they try to uh, go in the right direction, you got some of those young secondary players, they're going to start to get more mature. They're going to start to get, uh, a little bit more game knowledge and game film under their belt so if you're a panthers fan i think you can come away from that game very very excited and it's always good to watch the, the saints play the panthers okay i mean the the all-time record you know what i'm saying for these two teams were 24 and 24 going into this game so it was a tie you know so it's always good every time the saints and the carolina panthers link up i i got respect for the carolina panthers That the Their fan base, you know, being out here in South Carolina, they're passionate about the team. Uh, Shouts out to my guy, Mike Rich. You know what I'm saying? Y'all probably seen him on the show a couple of times. And, of course, you know, from the NFC South versus NFL, I mean, shouts out to the Carolina Panthers. The future is bright, man. It is going to be a a tough NFC South for the foreseeable future because the Carolina Panthers and Teddy Bridgewater are going to be coming to your town. Uh, Austin says uh, Marcus Williams uh, has an upside. But our main issue is coaching. We are blowing coverages all the time. Yeah, Austin, I really, I really feel like, I really feel like if Marcus Williams go to another team, he'll be much better than he is in the Saints uniform. I feel like the Saints have stunted this guy's growth, and honestly, I think a change of scenery might do him some good because of you know fans like us. That's right, I said it. It's fans like us that can't never let him live down the Minneapolis miracle. Because anytime he makes a mistake, we're right there to, to criticize him about it. So I think if you were to give him a change of scenery, and like I said, I, I like I like Marcus Williams, you know what I'm saying? But I think a change of scenery might do him some good. I think him being away from uh, a place where they gave him probably one of his worst moments in history, um, I think it might do him some good. Because I really just don't feel like as good as he is, uh, catching the football as, as, as extinct instinctive as he is uh but just feel like he 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 needs someone to kind of instill a different type of philosophy inside of him i think we will win a super bowl with winston in the future <sighs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if i agree with that or not you know i don't know i think we might win some games with him super bowl hmm might be a little tough one saints uh paid uh played a good game but we want more from the defense oh man i mean defense definitely leaves a lot to be desired uh but i think they i think they played okay you know what i'm saying like i said i i know they gave up some plays i know there was a busted coverage but i mean for the most part they did okay man i mean Teddy, I mean, people just have to understand, man, Teddy is a a guy that's not going to make mistakes. Teddy is going to take what the defense gives him. This guy is like a mirror of Drew Brees. Like the way that he he approaches the game, how his mind works, I think I see a lot of similarities with Drew Brees because the frustrating thing about, you know, Teddy Bridgewater is the same thing that's frustrating to us about Drew Brees. The fact that we feel like they take what the defense gives them, they check it down too much. So you know Teddy going to check it down, no doubt about that. Uh, Joseph says, teams don't even try to run the ball anymore on us because they know they can't. But they know our secondary will blow a coverage at some point. (laughs) Yeah, that's true, man. Uh, The Saints front four are very stout against the run. Linebackers are really good against the run uh mike davis can do nothing on on yesterday and uh the saints did a really good job bottling him up but um like you said a passing game man is two things that's gonna happen it's gonna be a big play or it's gonna be you know (laughs) a pass interference Yeah, that's just the way that it's gonna be defense is our problem every single year seems to be our problem every single year and i'm really getting tired of it i like seeing teddy come to sit on our bench on that one play <laughs> i'm sure he's forever grateful yeah man that just shows teddy personality and that's one of the reasons why nobody can say nothing negative about teddy bridgewater look rather you like teddy bridgewater or not rather you didn't buy into the whole teddy as a starting quarterback thing or not one thing you can't say about teddy bridgewater uh teddy bridgewater earned the respect of the New Orleans Saints fan base. And no matter what he does in life, he's always going to be held uh, to a high regard by Saints fans. I mean, it's just the truth. People love Teddy. Like when Teddy first got here, we like, man, why we got him? Uh, He played in that game back in 2018 against the Carolina Panthers. We like, man, this ain't it, bro. But then, you know what I'm saying? He comes out there. Drew Brees gets hurt. He plays five games. And the next thing you know, man, a whole entire stadium is chanting his name. So Teddy Bridgewater has a, Teddy Bridgewater, no matter where he goes, whether he stays in Carolina for the rest of his career or not, uh, people are always going to respect Teddy Bridgewater and his contributions. No doubt about that. I was all for keeping Teddy. I I think a lot of people were. And honestly, if, if Drew Brees didn't get hurt, then Teddy Bridgewater would still be a Saint. That, that's, just, that's just the way I feel, folks. I feel like if he would have never played, then he would have ended up still being with the Saints. But when you go out there, you see them ball out. You see him win five games, and you see the competition that he went up against. And I mean, his first start, it was on primetime television. It was against the Dallas Cowboys. And even though the Saints... Uh, didn't light up the scoreboard. He still was doing some really good things. So he played himself into some elite money, and uh, you know, that's why he plays for Carolina right now. Why can't DJ play safety? I have not a clue. I have not a clue. He better than he better than most of uh, of what the Saints have. I love Teddy the Dead, but I think Winston has a better upside. I can see why you would say that. You know. Jameis Winston, first pick overall, had all the tools, but a lot of people aren't paying attention to this, man. For a long time, man, when Teddy was at Louisville, a lot of people thought that Teddy Bridgewater was going to be a first pick overall until he had his pro day and he didn't look good, you know? And the reason why a lot of people say that he didn't do good in his pro day because he didn't have on two gloves, right? We call him Teddy two gloves, right? But he didn't have his gloves on that day. For the first time uh, in his entire career, he threw the ball without gloves. I don't know who I was that. I'm pretty sure it was the agent or something like that, but he ended up getting fired. <laughs> Long story short. DK Metcalf made a better tackle last night than anyone on the Saints defense did at all. Uh, DH, uh, if, it, if it wasn't, you know, it was one hell of a hustle. Uh, DK Metcalf, uh, I look, Shame on every single team that passed up on this guy, including the Saints. I mean, this I don't know what the heck was going on. I mean, the guy ran like a 4-3. He was real good in college. Physical specimen, man. Got muscles where you do not even supposed to have muscles. I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. I don't understand how in the heck did this guy like pass by all these teams to end up in Seattle the way that he did. I mean, can you imagine DK Metcalf and Michael Thomas being on the same team? My goodness, my goodness, uh, that, would, that would be a force to be reckoned with. Uh, let's see, Let me see Jerry. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh send a link. Uh, I'm brought Jerry. You'll be my last phone call uh, of the day. Uh, because I'm about to go ahead and wrap it up, man. I gotta go ahead and get started. Uh, with some uh some radio station stuff. So, just wanna uh, I go ahead. I just sent the link, uh, Jerry, so you can go ahead and dial in, man. Uh, keep Teddy. Thank you for the two dollars. <laughs> Benjamin Demir uh was all for me. Well, I I don't know. Look, I I, I think that I think that Teddy. Uh was a really good uh quarterback. I think that he had a lot of skills, I think that he had a, a huge upside. I think the sky was the limit for him. But I mean, it happens, you know. It, it just happens, you know. Sometimes you think that you have that guy, you think you're gonna have him sitting on the bench. Next thing you know, he goes out there, whole world sees him. Next thing you know, you, you can't keep him. And I knew it. I knew it. I said. When Teddy started winning football games, I'm like, he ain't coming back. He ain't coming back. The only way that Teddy would come back if Drew Brees retires, and Drew Brees wasn't ready to retire, so therefore, Teddy ended up going to Carolina, and now we got to see him twice uh, for the foreseeable future. TB12 passed up Drew and career touchdowns yesterday. Did y'all really think Drew will retire without the uh, without that record? because he'll need to play a year beyond uh Tom Brady to get it um look I don't care about that man I don't I don't care about those records I really don't I don't care about no touchdown record man I just care about them winning championships I don't care about Drew Brees uh uh patting the stats <laughs> you know what I'm saying like and Drew Brees has too many uh statistical uh records a- as it is so no matter to me uh teddy uh thank you very much for the two dollars says i was huge yeah man you you definitely uh left a huge impact in new orleans we're gonna go to the og of the state of the saints podcast jerry poor what's going on jerry uh jerry are you there what's
7: going on tj jones the host yes
1: sir yeah i'm here i'm here yeah man yeah how you doing today man Yeah, I definitely can hear you, my friend. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I definitely can hear you. Uh, We're talking about Carolina and New Orleans. I want to know what you think about the game on yesterday.
7: Can you hear me? Well, I got to give you the good, the bad, and the ugly on what happened. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I'm sorry, I'm getting a bad signal. Hold on a second.
1: Uh, Can you hear me now? I can hear you. I can hear you, Jerry.
7: TJ? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm getting bad reception over here. Give me for that. Nah, that's well, fine. Uh, but I got to give you my intake on uh, yesterday. Yeah, uh, well, first of good, I'm happy to see that the Saints fans are back in town, I mean, are back in the dome. So I'm very happy about that. And um the offense, the offense played very well. And so that's a, so that's a good thing. Right.
1: Uh, what do you yep. think about Drew Brees? Yeah, what do that's you that's think fun. about Drew Brees on yesterday?
7: Oh, he did a good he did an outstanding job yesterday. Uh, what surprised me when he when he did that he did that play with uh Kamara Smith. That's what yeah, surprised that, me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that was a good play. I mean, nobody expected that. That's probably, you know, usually when Sean Payton uh called uh called out the trick plays. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? But uh I thought it was a good move. I thought it was a good move uh by them because nobody expected it at all. Uh I mean, what do you think about the uh <laughs> the secondary? Oh, now that's the now that's the bad news I want to talk about right there.
7: That's the bad right there. <laughs> they play like hot. Garbage, Got garbage. Got oh, yes, <laughs> Couldn't even tackle nobody, man. I mean, I mean, come on, bro. You gotta make that sack or tag or something,
1: right? That's yeah, I, that hard. that was horrible. That was horrible. I,
7: that was, I mean, that was horrible. Man. It, it, that's ridiculous.
1: It definitely ridiculous. I I I just hope, like, I just hate, <laughs> I just hate that this is going to be our defense. Like, I hate to tell everybody this. I, I'm telling you, like. Anybody that played football, you know that it probably takes probably about three or four weeks for a team to kind of turn things around, and you will actually see if a team is going to be legit offensively or defensively. After those four weeks, if you still still seeing the same thing, guess what? Who that nation? That's exactly who your team is. Rather it's offensively or defensively. And uh the Saints defensively, man, right now, man, they can't stop traffic in that secondary. They can't. No, I mean, just, it. It just, but, uh, I, but I tell
7: you, but I, but 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 I will shed some uh, some some light on yesterday, uh, especially especially like about the last almost two minutes in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. I got I got I got I, I got to give it. I got to give it to Marcus Davenport. Much as you talk about him, I got to give.
1: Oh it yeah, I yeah. Man. It on,
7: because, because that that man saved us yesterday.
1: He, he definitely saved did.
7: Yesterday, so, mm-hmm. and that, and, that, and, that, and that's what led to that missed field goal by Carolina. Right. All, well, and all, and all, well, The all, thing about it is, I mean, I don't look, look, Jerry. I mean, <laughs> the the question
1: has never been, can Marcus Davenport play? That's never been the issue. It's never been. It's been his inability to stay on the field. That that's been the only issue. It had absolutely nothing to do with the fact that he couldn't play. Why I played a little, the little life uh, gift is because.
7: He has been so. You know what I'm saying? Like I hate to say it, you know, yep. but if he continues to play the way that he did on yesterday, then uh, I think we have
1: to be we'll be able to change that narrative, man. You know what I'm saying? Like we won't won't be able to <laughs> ha- we'll have to find that uh we'll have to use that meme for somebody else. You know, and we'll have to use it for another player. But he definitely, like you say, he definitely saved us on yesterday. And I hope it, it's a I hope it's a, a sign of things to come. For Davenport, no doubt about that, Jerry. Uh, you got anything else, man?
7: Oh, yeah. Well, I, one last thing. I got to give you the ugly. I gave you the good and I gave you the bad, but I got to huh? give you the ugly. That? that that? Especially that play that led to a touchdown being called back because, oh. of, because of an oh, offensive man. pass interference by Trey Crossfield. I'm like, I'm like, really? That, wow. that, I'm, I'm going to explain, and I, and, I, and I know you say this a lot, TJ. Mm-hmm. But the referees and the NFL freaking hate our guts, man. Yeah, they I'm a hate. Us. A, I'm gonna call it spade a spade, bro. Call
1: it. Like, honestly, I can name at least three plays right off the top of my head that the referees act as if like they didn't even exist. It was one play where Drew Brees did a hard snap count and Carolina jumped off sides. Now, Drew Brees ended up completing the ball to Marquez Calloway for a first down, I think it was like 15 yards. But it should have been a free play. So I'm just wondering to myself, what if Drew Brees would have What if Drew Brees would have threw the ball deep and it would have got an intercepted? And you didn't didn't, didn't throw that flag. That was two face mask penalties that should have been called. I think a linebacker grabbed Alvin Kamara's face mask. They did not call that at all. I'm telling you, man. I don't look. I know people say it. You know what I'm saying? Especially when they team probably you know losing or something like that. But I'm really serious, man. The referees have it out for the Saints, and it's only a matter of time before these referees cause the Saints a game, and I'm looking at that Tampa Bay game because we all know how much they love themselves from Tom Brady, and they're going to oh. do everything in their power oh. to try to keep that game as close. And I don't know if Vegas called uh, the referees or something. It's almost like that Buffalo Wild Wings commercial, right? You know, yeah. like when, when everybody wanted to stay at Buffalo Wild Wings for long, so yeah. there was like nobody wanted to go home. So they called the referees, and the referees kept yeah. on, like, you know what I'm saying, throwing flags. That's kind of like what it's like when watching a Saints game. I mean, that, that play, I feel so bad for Callaway. I feel so bad for the kid. That would have been his first touchdown of his career, first touchdown. Yeah. And it was called back on some bull. And if you look at it, Carolina went right down the field to tie the game. So, honestly, if you would have scored that touchdown – Mm-hmm. The Saints wouldn't have had to worry about that sixty-five yard field goal if, if uh, Slide was going to make it or not. So exactly. I mean, it cost these guys four points in this game. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. It's, it's, yeah. it's become a point. It's, it, it has come to a point, Jerry, where it's like it's almost like yeah, it's almost like a parody at this time, at this particular moment. It's like. Okay, the Saints are known for the referees screwing them, so let's live up to that narrative. Throw flags on them. That's what it's
7: like. That's what it's like to me. Now nah, I, I I I agree with you, TJ, and yeah, and, and, but, but I got but I gotta give it to Marquez
1: Marquez Callaway, man. Because that dude was balling yesterday, man. Oh, yes. Yeah. That, that oh, yeah. dude
7: was balling yesterday, man. I gotta give it to him.
1: Right. Yeah, he uh, definitely did his day, man. No doubt about that. Uh but- one of the,
7: the next man up right there, bruh.
1: Def, that 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 definitely true definition of next man up. Uh Jerry, thank you so much man. I appreciate the call man. You already know you the OG. You always first in line, my friend. The
7: original genius of the New Orleans Saints.
1: Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt about that, man. Call back anytime, my friend.
7: Oh, uh, uh, anytime, uh, man. Take care, brother.
1: Uh right, you too, man. Hey man, and, and my brother that was uh just uh waiting on the line, man. I know I said Jerry's going to be the last one, but he's been waiting patiently, man. Terrio uh, man, what's going on, man? How you doing? Uh Thank you for calling the State of the Saints podcast, my friend.
4: Oh, what's up, TJ, bro? What's up, man? I've, hey, I've been messing with the channel for a minute now.
1: I appreciate it, man. And, th- and thank you for taking your Monday, Monday morning, man. It's kind of early, man. What, what you on, Central Time, Eastern Time? What, where you at? Uh, I'm right in Mississippi. So I Okay, so, that'll so you're mi- Central. That'll be Central Time, man. Yeah. So you, you're about 10 o'clock where you at right now. What part of Mississippi?
4: Uh,
1: good old Picayune. Okay, Young, man. Okay, man. I used to go to the pumpkin patch out there when when I was in elementary school, man. So, shout out to Picayune, man. No doubt about that. Hey, Terry, oh man. So, we talking about the Saints-Carolina game, man. Saints got that victory. They 4-2 right now. Everybody happy. You know what I'm saying? We we still one game back from Tampa Bay, but what do you see out of that game, man? What's your final thoughts on that Carolina-Saints game?
4: Man, I got mixed emotions about the mm. whole team in general. Mm. You know, I feel like I feel like we can go 13-3. I feel like you know what I'm saying. Tampa Bay looking real powerful right now, but I, I feel like we I feel like we can uh, overcome them. I, we probably can go you know beat them in Tampa. Hopefully we can. But, right. but that secondary I be seeing flashes. <laughs> but <laughs>
1: <laughs> you say, be, <laughs> Hold on, you say you be seeing flashes. I mean, what, Oh, you got a camera or something? Because I, no, I, be I, I don't see no. I, be I don't flash. see no flash. They
4: can be, uh, 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 be great at times. Sometimes, man.
1: I, Somebody got a Polaroid. You know I don't want to <laughs> give up on them, bro. I don't want to give up on them.
4: I feel like they can get it. They can get it together. But they ain't looking too good for them right now. Hopefully by end of the season, they'll be in playoff
1: you know, and
4: playoff
1: bill. But yeah. right now. Yeah, not looking and too good, Lattimore, man. And
4: Marshall Lattimore, bro, I got his jerseys. I got two of his jerseys up in the room, bro. That my boy, bro. <laughs> hey,
1: that's, that's my guy guy boy. Yeah, that's my guy too, man. Like I said, man, like he a real person. <laughs> he a real personable guy, God, Terio, yo. You know, anytime like I, you know, I mention him or something like that, man, he always respond back, man, show love. So good, solid dude, man. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I I can't. I can't let that slide, man. The way that he's been playing, you know, like I feel like he, he's better than he'd be playing, and I, yeah, I just think that man. it shouldn't take it shouldn't take Julio to come to town. It, it shouldn't take Julio you to lock Julio. him out he, of should take,
4: he should, just, whoever he comes, he should send him to the shadow realm. Right. <laughs> whoever <Yeah>. he comes, <laughs> well, right. I, I don't know, man.
7: Hmm. I mm.
4: and yeah, man. Marcus I, Williams. He, <sighs> my goodness. They they yeah. they can be so much better, man. I mean, man, they should I feel be. Like, I feel like it's the coaching, positional coaching. They, yeah. you know, something gonna have to change, man.
1: Yeah, I said I said it's that like on they, social media yesterday, Terrio. I said I saw after this season, man. I, look, I, I'm over it. I, I really am. I'm over it. Like I feel like what we see right now, these, this is the 2020 Saints. That, that's who they are. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be a bunch of highs and a bunch of lows. And when they low, they're gonna be low. And when they hide, they hot you know. But I, I just I just feel like we need to reach a point where we don't have to worry about the defense. Like it shouldn't be a we shouldn't be at a point that when a ball is in the air, we're holding our breath. And then when it goes past a receiver or you know what I'm saying, the receiver don't catch, we're like, oh, thank god. Like we should automatically just think that, man, they, they got this. We don't even feel yeah. like that. Like, when the last time you felt that way about the Saints defense, like you just knew for a fact they was gonna come in and it was just gonna ball out. I mean, you have to go back to like Jim Haslett days before yeah. that happened, you know what I'm saying? Maybe a Greg Williams defense, but it, it's uh man, it is it's, it's getting ridiculous right now, man. And I'm like, you wasting all of this great talent offensively, you paying guys these contracts. Uh, you had all this young talent came to this team in 2017, and you have absolutely nothing to show for it. Like, honestly, the Saints have become, I hate to say this, but they're the Buffalo Bills of the, of the 21st century. Like, seriously. The Buffalo yeah, Bills I, I went, won all them games for the exception of going to the Super Bowl. The, the
7: Bills went to the Super Bowl four straight times and lost. If you look at the Saints, the way that the Bills were, I, I get
1: a lot of Bills vibes with the Saints, man. I, I'm serious, man. Like, they got to change some things, Terrio. No doubt about that, man. But uh, what do you think they about Drew Brees? Yeah, but what do you think about Drew Brees, man? I want to ask you that before you, uh, before you go.
4: Man, I feel like Drew Brees is great. He a Hall of Famer. But I mm-hmm. feel like he should have been retired like two seasons ago. <laughs> That's just my opinion. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> trying, I feel like, bro, I feel like it, it – if We make it to the, we we're gonna lose every round in the playoffs, and it's like I don't want to put the the, the 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 all the blame on him, but bro, we need them big plays, man. Like three or four of them, and it, it seems like every time he make a big play, bro, I hold my breath because I'm looking for an interception.
1: Hmm. Wow. Yeah, I mean, he he balled out yesterday. I I can't even hate. That's probably to yeah. Me, he that balled, probably he was. Out the- yesterday. That that probably was the best game. That probably was the best game Drew Brees played. I have to say, man, you gotta go back some years. Like, you gotta, man, because you gotta look at you gotta you gotta grade Drew Brees on a scale because he's great. That's the like for no no Michael Thomas, no, like no Emmanuel Sanders, a bunch of guys that were on the practice squad, they went out there. And they want a game with those guys. So, man, you got to give credit what credit's due on that. That probably was, that probably was one of – that probably one of his best performances in the same uniform. As much – Yeah. As, as much yeah, doom as, what, what. Now,
4: what you say? My problem – my problem with it is, Drew Brees, he – it's like one week, then the next week, you know right. what I'm saying? Next week, we probably going to be talking about he probably going to go.
6: <laughs> right. You
4: know –
1: yeah, I mean they—they they, like they do have the Bears. They do have the Bears, and the Bears are a different type of beast defensively. No doubt about that. Yeah, but they're gonna have to find a way to win, man. Because like you said, Tampa—they looking like real serious right now. Which I mean, I'm they not look really like concerned.
4: world leaders right now. I'm not. They, I'm didn't not, they I, get Antonio Brown.
1: Yeah, they got Antonio Brown, man. They got Antonio Brown too. But look, they, the way they, I look at the way I look at it, man. I'm not. I'm. I'm just. May, may just call me naive, but I've seen this before. The Saints always play elite teams tough. Like you, you're not blowing yeah. out the Saints. Like that's the like the the Falcons were the last team I I think I remember. Like I can really just say blew the Saints out, and it was right off that bye week last year. The Saints are always in the right in the middle of the game to the very end. You don't blow them out. You don't. I don't care who come to town. They had the 40 freaking Niners came to town last season. The 49ers was hotter than fish grease. Defensively, offensively, they just got Emmanuel Sanders on their squad. Those dudes was balling out, and the Saints went toe-to-toe with them cats. So, Carolina, I mean, uh, Tampa, there ain't nothing they can tell me, man. I, I'm excited about their fan base and all I'm happy that they actually uh, are, are relevant, you know what I'm saying, they, as if they acting like they've been relevant for 10 years or something like that. but Anyway, I'm happy they're relevant because you know, man, they've been dealing with stuff for so long. But let's not act like they' about to just come and just blow the Saints out. If you think that, man, I just want to know what type of weed they smoke. Nah, you know that ain't, that they ain't. going and, and it's too and it's too early for that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's way too early for that. It's about eleven o'clock here, so put the weed down, man. <laughs> All right. No, leave it alone. I don't know. Yeah, they, they ain't gonna they do
4: cringe. that, bro. I I feel like. I feel like we can get him, bro. I just, I feel like at the season, I think like, you know Drew Brees. He, he might, he might need a three games off or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you got to look like at the fact, man. Terry. Yeah, and you got to look at the fact that he just came off a of bye week too, man. You got to keep that in mind too. He had a week to rest that arm up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, uh, yeah. Yeah, he had a week. He had a week to rest that arm up. You know what I'm saying? Like, almost almost what? The last game they played, Monday night. So, about 10, 11 days he had to play. So, yeah. Yeah, man. So, yeah. What I'm looking feel forward. Feel it's going to be exciting.
2: Weird, man.
1: Yeah, man, it's going to be an exciting game against Chicago. But, Terrio, yo, thank you so much for calling my brother. Call back anytime, man.
4: Man, I appreciate you for having me on
1: here. Yeah, man. Shouts out to you out there uh, picking you on, man. Go find yeah. me a pumpkin, man, real quick, man. <laughs> shout out to that pumpkin patch my brother <laughs> take care <laughs> yeah man i used to go to uh pick a all the time when i was a kid man picking you mississippi to the pumpkin patch man shout out to pick a shout out to Gulfport. i know my boy jerry porter og is out there uh and uh shout out to vicksburg mississippi that's where my mom stays man shout out to vicksburg and of course jackson mississippi you know what i'm saying jackson mississippi the home of Jackson State University, my alma mater, man. No doubt about it. I'm gonna take one more uh question and then we're gonna go ahead and get up out of here. And uh I'm gonna just Brian says it's never too early for weed, TJ. <laughs> Brian with the wake and bake. <laughs> you <laughs> Brian waking and baking. Uh cries uh talk about the sonic boom. Uh Derek says we should sign Earl Thomas and <laughs> shark uh ended it all with uh cut marcus williams okay well not a lot of marcus williams fans up in here uh shark shark wrote this <laughs> what two shark has written cut marcus williams at least five times on the comments so he, he's really really adamant about that man <laughs> Yeah, but seriously, man. Shouts out to Tyra. I see she's uh she commented. She said talking about the podcast. Uh, man. Shouts out to you, Tyra. Man. Shouts out to everybody in the chat. Man. I wish I could get to everybody, but we are gonna have to go ahead and uh and cut it short, man. But thank y'all so much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you to everybody that chimed in. Uh, Jared Poor, Jr. Uh, Justin, who that? Davis O., uh Ramsey called in, my guy. Man, shouts out to all y'all boys, man. Eric, man, Bucks Call Game. Uh thank y'all so much for being a part of the State of the Saints podcast. And look, even if you want to call in, you want to call in, uh don't be afraid, man. Don't be afraid to call in. You know, like is this in one of them shows where you know I'm trying to you know make anybody look bad or anything like that. If you're a Saints fan, look, that's good enough for me. You know, you can call anytime. Uh, thank y'all so much for your love and your support. Thanks for everybody that's been supporting me since day one. Thank you all for helping the, the, the State of the Saints podcast grow. Uh, man, I mean, I remember the time when I had like four subscribers and now we're <laughs> moving towards 5,000 subscribers, man. That is unbelievable. And I'm, I'm humbled, man. I'm, I'm extremely humbled. Thank y'all so much for liking and sharing the video. And if this is your first time, please subscribe to the YouTube channel youtube.com search the state of the saints podcast also on facebook facebook.com search the state of the saints podcast previous episodes available on itunes spotify iHeartRadio, anchor fm you enjoy the rest of your day you be safe enjoy your monday and like always all i gotta say is who that